Hey friends, this episode of Drinking with Friends contains adult language and content that isn't suitable for all audiences, so send your kids out back, toss them a bag of goldfish, and let them fight it out like the pack of wolves they really are. Enjoy! Welcome back to Drinking with Friends, the podcast where we get drunk with our best friends, talk about friends, place bets on how long it will take Katie to say something sweet again. Look at Angie's ah! <laughs> Katie's face was blank. <laughs> Angie could not have been more pleased. <laughs> Katie's yawning. She's bored of us. And fucking Andrew's wheezing. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Well, I'm Rachel. I'm Angie. I'm Katie. I'm Sam. Welcome back to our podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) It's definitely been a long day. Oh, wow. For sure. Where are we now? Day 727 of quarantine. Oh, I meant like in the series. Oh. <laughs> of course. But you've got some feelings. Of course. We're cooped up. Uh, we're on We're on episode four. Season one, oh. episode four. Cruising right along. Original Cruising. air date, October 13th, 1994. Oh my God. Wow, it's just so long ago. Yeah. We were just turned seven. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Something about that. I don't know my birthday. You just, just before you're about to turn seven. About to turn seven. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one is called the one with George Stephanopoulos. You got it. I had a hard time with that one. When I wrote Why? notes, none of it is written correctly in terms of his name. I put yeah. like Fluffinophagus. <laughs> <laughs> fluff enough i guess hey Angie and kate would you like to share what you guys are drinking yeah because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's funny first of all i've got this fruit punch capri sun <laughs> <laughs> is that all you're drinking <laughs> no okay <laughs> i also have this house margarita with salt uh, house also, margarita. also drinking a margarita oh my god cheers I wish I had a Capri Sun, though. Drinking a classic Miller Lite. Oh, that is classic. And? And? And a Pacific Cooler Capri Sun. Fuck, yeah. I like the Pacific Cooler. I think that's the right Yeah, Yeah, because it's the best one. I do, too. But the case, two boxes of fruit punch. Hands down. And I'm trying to get rid of of the fruit punches because there's so many of them. You're doing your alternate. I alternate. There's also strawberry kiwi, which is terrible. Uh, bro. Yeah, I love that one. Oh, you Ew. love that one? You're disgusting. Ew. You're you disgusting. would. <laughs> All right, listen. I'm drinking a gin and seltzer with lime, watermelon, and mint. Mint. Ooh. Mint. Yeah. It's like a mojito. Oh, I was going to say it was like a, a mule. No one made the... Oh, with no ginger. Tiki rum... No. No, that should look nasty. Tiki Death no. Punch. Oh, I wanted so, that. I looked it up. I looked it up to find out what's in it. And uh it wasn't it wasn't an option for us here yeah. because there are three different kinds of rum in it. Oh my god. Yeah. 
It says a half ounce of each of gold, dark, and white rum. And then uh, strawberry syrup, pineapple juice, fresh lime juice, and a lime wedge. That's I don't like think what I knew there were three types of rum. I only thought of two. Also, a half ounce for that entire pitcher? No way. No, I think that was for for one per cocktail, yeah. glass? I should have, well, it would have been too much effort. It could have kind of made it. (laughs) It would have been too much effort for all of our listeners. I mean, I feel like if this was not Corona, I would be like, yeah, I can make that. But right now I'm like, oh, walk downstairs? No, I can't do that. That's also going to be an expensive (laughs) upfront cocktail buying three pounds of rum. Well, so I would have just made it with vodka or gin. Yeah, one type of rum. But I have pineapple and lime and strawberries. I just happen to have those, which is weird because I never have pineapple juice or strawberries. fucking da, Rachel. Yeah. All right. Season one. Episode four, the one with George Stephanopoulos. Now, here's a caveat. I didn't know who he was. <laughs> I, I've heard the name before, but I thought he was an actor. So my synopsis okay. guess was based on that. The gang is at the classic New York City coffee shop in the George Central Park. Stephanopoulos. The Central Park. Central Park. So Georgie comes in. Only Joey knows who he is, and Joey's a fanboy. <laughs> uh, Rachel <laughs> waits on George, and he asks her out. Joey's super fucking excited, but it turns out Jorge is a total fucking dick. <laughs> Joey begs Rachel to keep dating him so he can get his weasel a little way in on that relationship. Sure. Rachel makes him do his laundry for a month, but loses it when the whole gang is hanging out with George and he's a dick and Rachel loses it and ends the whole bet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I was fucking tired. And, and Ross, Chandler, Monica, and Phoebe are not even in the episode. <laughs> yeah. um, it's got nothing to do with them. I don't care about that. So I think that 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 you you thinking that Joey would be the only one that knows him is a true sign that you have never watched Friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So here is what actually happened. Ross realizes it's um, the anniversary of him and Carol fucking for the first time. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> everything reminds him of it. He's very depressed. Joey and Chandler take him to a hockey game to try to distract him. He ends up getting nailed in the face with a puck, goes to the ER. Turns out Carol was the first person that he ever had sex with. First and only. So embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, Rachel gets her first paycheck and realizes how small and awful it is. And right as that happens, her annoying ass, bitch ass friends from like her Uh. prior annoying life yeah. come in and basically judge her it seems like they're checking in on her for or checking in on her for her mom yep. they're so annoying she starts to feel really worried and self-conscious about it so her and monica and phoebe stay in that night when the guys are at the hockey game and they order a pizza but they accidentally get george stephanopoulos's pizza because i guess he lives across the street reasonable who knew and then they spend a while talking about potential reasons to be attracted to each of the guys yeah not in the tbs version that's news to me interesting yeah that one's not in the uh that's not in the uh like netflix or tbs versions Hmm. 
Well, interesting. I have a few other things like that. Yeah, but I what? can't really. What was also it? I was listening. Making another Bumble date, Kate. <laughs> no. Katie. Sorry. So I was talking about how the girls are sitting on the, like, deck thing. I don't balcony. know, the little outside balcony. Yeah, <laughs> balcony. And talking about reasons to potentially be attracted to each of the guys. Yes. That's a weird part. Yeah. Bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, like, maybe a lot of it. That's all I'll say. But I thought the funniest part about that was while they were talking about that, each of the guys was doing something really embarrassing. <laughs> Or, like, really yeah. unattractive. Yeah, <laughs> like, the opposite, the opposite of what they were saying. Yeah. I guess while we're on that topic, I did have a few other things that I can't remember if they were in the Netflix version or not. There was a bulimia joke that I didn't remember. That's yeah, not in the Netflix that one. Okay. So, Sam, they... When Rachel's friends come, she's going up to each of them like, oh, this and that about you, this and that. And she gets one. She's like, oh, you look like you've lost so much weight. And the friend behind her is going like doing that, like, no, 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 don't say anything. And then she sticks her finger in her mouth like she's oh, been losing weight because she's been she's bulimic. And so Rachel is like, oh, but I think it, it, it's enough. It's, you look you good. You should stop. stop. <laughs> oh, awkward. No, that was not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Yikes. other thing was, well, so Ross pushes Joey in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. And then he's saying, like, I wrote it down. This thing, oh, now life. you're going to be in a wheelchair the rest of your life, pally wally. <laughs> and then looks to his right, and there's a guy in a wheelchair oh, no. right next to him. He has, like, a, both his arms are broken and, like, uh, at least one he's leg. He's got, like, a neck brace on. Brace. At least oh, one of his God. legs is in a cast. Yeah. Ross is like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oopsie poopsie. Oopsie <laughs> Great. Yeah, I feel like this episode had a handful of those little mm-hmm. things that were cut out where you know i've i've recognized some of those in prior episodes but it's like one or two lines yeah i don't know it's these like a lot these felt like they were bigger yeah i was realizing by the time i rewinded through the commercials it was i watched like 18 to 20 minutes of a show today yeah but i feel like the parts that we pointed out that were in the dvd series don't really matter at all yeah not like a significant no, they don't thing no and i think they probably were cut out of the like on air like tv versions for good reason yeah because they didn't matter there is one or like let's not joke about bulimia yeah or people in wheelchairs yeah there is one scene in an upcoming episode that i am pretty certain is cut out and i feel like it is kind of important i'll let you guys know when we get there Okay. Can't wait to find out what it is. Me yeah. too. All right. So, favorite parts. Ooh. I'll go first. Do it. <laughs> I have two favorite parts. You could only have one. No. Got it. Nope. My first one is the slumber party and the rum cocktail that I really want to drink. I like the way you said and cocktail. Cocktail. I liked it because they're full-on adults and they're actually having like a child-like slumber party but also with alcohol creep yeah but also creeping on george stephanopoulos's dick because i just wanted to really drop that towel yeah Mm -hmm. and also again rachel is trying her best (laughs) she's having a hard time with her friends there and like doesn't i don't know if she's just having a hard time and doesn't like realize that she's fine where she is yup yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a drastic change, I'm sure, from what her life was before. So it's got to be. For feel... sure. 
scary and new. Which that makes me. Um, oh, go ahead, Sam. No, go ahead. I was just going to comment on that friend's hair. The first one that came into <laughs> the the coffee shop. And I was yep. thinking, the fuck is Rachel feeling insecure about? That woman had a muff. Mm-hmm. Like a muff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> out. It was yeah, she did. scary. <laughs> Straight muff. My favorite part was... Okay, so generally, this episode made me buy into Phoebe. This episode for me made me like Phoebe a lot in multiple places. But my favorite part was when she was sitting on the couch at Central Park and she said, look, I have elbows. (laughs) (laughs) That was my favorite part of the whole thing. That's a pretty good one. (laughs) That is my favorite quote from the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) they're like, "Ah!" Yeah, so funny. So I had two favorite parts as well. Gotta cut it. Which I know defeats the purpose of it, but I'm gonna fucking do it anyway. So the first one is the opening scene. I think that this is... So I felt like this episode was the first time where it really felt like the show Friends. Yes, I thought that too. They were starting to kind of find their groove, and and I thought it was definitely the best opening scene when they're talking about being omnipotent and joey walks in and ross says oh or someone says asks him and he thinks they're talking about yeah they think he's or he thinks they're talking about impotence and then when joey says or when ross says joey omnipotent joey's like oh my god you are i'm so sorry that was so funny yeah i laughed out loud that was good i pronounced that omnipotent (laughs) sure (laughs) omnipotent (laughs) since middle school omnipotent you've been that's using that word since it? middle school correct oh that's embarrassing okay. did you realize it tonight i know that people say it the other way and i know that i'm correct tomato tomato right <laughs> yes omnipotent. i feel like oh, this was yeah. like the first time that joey acted like joey up. is in the rest of the series mm-hmm. i agree it wasn't just like a just kind of a broy dude yeah actually had a little substance to him was like kind of funny not not too much substance not substance but like (laughs) you hate him yeah but but like personality idiot yeah and i feel like part of what makes joey so lovable is that like he's a little dumb but he's Mm -hmm. sweet i don't Mm -hmm. know and this like just like me (laughs) (laughs) no omnipotent omnipotent so my other favorite part was when phoebe has fallen asleep and they're talking about it and then yeah she wakes up and is she says oh i'm so sorry i'm just so tired my grandmother has a new boyfriend and deaf, so they have to keep reassuring the other one that they're having fun could you fucking imagine Could so is know? that like that's like throughout the series she lives with her grandma or is that just in this moment? In different parts, she talks about it. Yeah. But then yeah. she lives with Denise. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's not really a much a of thing. a thing. Okay. I noticed, though, and I don't think it was originally intended for her to start laughing there. Because it seemed <gasps> like, she, oh, I love it those. seemed like she was kind of starting to break. And then she just went with it and, like, turned it into, like, I'm Phoebe and I'm laughing about it. But if you, if you watch it back, like, watch it again. And I think she, she starts to crack a little bit and then just, like, turns it into a smile. 
Oh, I'm going to watch that after this. Those yeah. are my favorite moments. I know. We had, I, I think the, the three of us, me, Katie, and Angie, have texted at length about various parts of the show yep. where they break. It's so funny. I don't know why I find that so funny. Like on SNL, when they break, I yeah, cry. Okay. Yep. I cry like every time. Just because it's so. Yeah. She <laughs> sobs. Cries. She cries. I, I cry, cry every with my time. special eyes. With my eyes. I okay. try to say goodbye and I choke. Ooh. Try to walk away and I stumble. All right, and okay. yeah, so, it's clear. Um, my <laughs> favorite part is uh, kind of the end parentheses to my least favorite part, which is I fucking hate when Rachel's friends are sitting with her in the coffee house or like even when they first come in and then like later on in the episode when they're all sitting down. They're so judgy and like really talking or talking down to her because that one girl is like, your mom said you worked here and she was right or something like that. I forget how exactly how she says. And you do. True. True. Yeah. And then when there's nobody knows. (laughs) We're just doing our best. And then when they're like sitting down talking and Rachel, they're telling Rachel that she she needs to come home and Rachel's like no I'm not I'm not coming home and this is all after like first one of the first things in the episode is like Rachel literally getting so excited for her first paycheck like feeling so happy that her name was in the window like so independent <laughs> so proud of herself and then in come these bitches and they're like one's having a baby one's like lost a ton of weight and the other ones just got promoted and one's getting married which like sends Mm. rachel into this like downward spiral of like feeling bad for herself when she's so proud that she has this job she's quote Mm -hmm. just a waitress but she like replaces the flowers in the vases she writes the specials on the chalkboard like she's she's loving her independence and then fast forward to the end of the episode when they're all playing Twister and they're all having fun, which is my favorite part. When Rachel, like, finally realizes, because she has her, like, close-knit group of people and all of her friends there, that she's fine. She doesn't need mm-hmm. all of, like, Barry and everything that she left behind because she's got these we don't need no man that love her. No, Barry. <laughs> she doesn't need no she man. She doesn't need no man. But you know what she does need? She needs me. Because okay. we right. would be a perfect couple. Okay, and we'd call you the Rachels. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my first time with a Rachel. So that is awful. That is my least favorite part leading into my favorite part. Mm-hmm. My least favorite part is the whole entire hospital scene. It's yeah, so it's boring. boring. It is boring. No. He probably did not break his nose. If he did, he'd definitely have like two black eyes. Yeah. He's fucking fine, but wouldn't be after he got That's... in the face of the hockey puck. But it's just so boring. Nothing's happening. It's so boring. There's just one part though that I did laugh out loud because in the like when they first get there and Chandler's talking to that lady, the like the receptionist behind the glass, and she shuts the door and he's like he turns his back and he's still talking and then he turns and he's like (laughs) I don't know I feel like I've just I feel like I've lost her and he turns around and she's there and he's like (laughs) cracks me up that was good that was a very Chandler moment that's a weird scene yes. Mm-hmm. It was a weird scene. Very drawn out. Hate it. Yeah. My least favorite part. Did you guys notice when they were drinking at the slumber party? So Phoebe was like laying down on the ground drinking from the world's largest straw. 
in the scene on the balcony she had the normal size straw was it thick or long long yeah it's because she's long. laying down on that pillow with her hair in front of her face and it was yeah. like a, it was almost as if you took two bendy straws and put yeah. the shorter ends like the bendy ends together because it was like a super long straw but the bend was right in the middle it really huh. bothered me that's interesting that you bring that up because when I, I guess I didn't think I noticed it and then it was out of my brain. But now I'm thinking about it when Rachel's like, oh, give that to me. And then goes to put a straw in the blender. I'm like, there's, that's not going to, there's no way that that is going to be long enough to get <laughs> into the bottom of that. They had two size straws specifically for which scene and how it huh. would work. Hmm. Oh, oh my God. Man. Angie has attached her Capri Sun straw to her lip. Yeah, it's oh, gone. Lip. That's how you yeah. do it. Yeah, you that is. I can guarantee you that 50, uh, 60 to 75 percent of people listening to this have done this at least once before in their life. I oh, yeah. Not. I, I have, have a bazillion times. Oh. Oh, yeah. The tongue, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The tongue. Oh, yeah. Clearly, Sam mm-hmm. didn't like that. Yeah, clearly. All right. My least favorite part. I hate that they live across the street from George Stephanopoulos. There is just no world. The show, you hate the whole show. (laughs) Well, no, but just, there's no way. Mm -hmm. I agree. Having been Clinton's campaign manager, very well-known, high-level politician. I disagree. There's just I said that the first first time I watched it. Yep, that's exactly what I said. And then Angie said, remember... That Monica's apartment is rent-controlled because it used to be her grandmother's. And I said, that makes sense, but he, there's no fucking way he would live there. There is. Absolutely not. No, there's not. Yes. Not in that neighborhood. No. Maybe he wants to keep it real, yeah. like Nalo no. and Jenny from the block. Lyrics <laughs> mixed up. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. That's a very high-level person to be living. I didn't even know who he was. If he's a politician or, like, whatever, whatever he does. He should be like in Washington. Why the fuck is he in New York? What is he People doing there? Live where Get out they of there. Live. Okay. Get out of there. It is weird though that in later episodes, and I'm not giving too much away here, but um ugly naked man lives like yeah. theoretically either in this game <laughs> What? Ugly naked ugly naked guy. <laughs> ugly naked ugly naked guy. Ugly naked guy. <laughs> Is either living in that same apartment building or in like the one right next door? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the way that they made it seem was that it was in the She's same, the, like oh. the way that they, the direction that they were looking, made right. it seem like it was in the same building. Right. Oh, yeah, same building, but I felt like further down because they were sitting. If you like are looking at the balcony, they were sitting towards the right of the balcony, looking up. Yeah. That's how much you guys watch the show. You can see. <laughs> they're looking out the balcony the different <laughs> location of the people that they're looking at yeah but yeah. like when you see some later episodes it's not that like it yeah. becomes it becomes pretty obvious that they're looking in a different direction gotcha mm-hmm. there are some yeah. episodes too that are very specifically um based on location in that building too so it it's it comes up a lot yeah i just thought mm, no that doesn't make sense to me yeah, that was weird. Um, yeah, for sure. But that also leads me into. Does anyone else have anything to say? Nah, never. Okay, so that leads me into the guest star section. Yes, which I know that George Stephanopoulos does not actually get 
he's not on the show. Sure. But I thought he's a main part of this episode. The main is, part. Yeah. What does he look like? Uh, let's so I Googled him. Man. Yeah. I Googled him and I was like, okay, yeah, I do know what you look like. But but all the pictures were modern, like today. Yeah. So I thought, I'm gonna Google 1994. Oh, good idea. What did he look like? Was he hot? I immediately thought he looks like <gasps> the adult version of Minkus from Boy Meets World. Oh my god. And I, oh, I, I kind of did a side by side and I was like, I don't know. And eh. I think it's the hair. It's very fluffy. So fluffy. Hair. But then I couldn't remember what Minkus's name was. So I had to Google the Boy Meets World cast. And then I found him and I looked at him because I thought, what did he actually grow up to look like? Does he look at all like George Stephanopoulos? <laughs> you did a lot of research. <laughs> it led me to a Snopes article about whether or not the guy that played Minkus, I don't know his name, did or did not transition and is oh. now living as Chanel West Coast. <laughs> Now, from the ridiculous show with Rob Deerdeck, the answer was no. But I was like, "What in the fuck?" You took us on a wild ride. He looks no. so much like her. It's I'm pretty crazy. sure Minkus makes an appearance on Girl Meets World. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Grown up Minkus, adult Minkus. I think makes an appearance on one of the first couple episodes of Girl Meets World. Hmm. I watched the first little bit. I can't remember. But... I sent you guys a picture. Oh, oh I gotta look oh yeah yes. <laughs> yeah it's quite weird <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i will I say that it. when as an adult i think it's the nose because as an adult everything he, about that picture is d- he them yeah <laughs> yes but as an so adult weird. no their noses are similar maybe they could be distant cousins or something but yeah so as i was it's looking at this article them. with adult pictures of them i was thinking where the fuck did this this rumor come from and why does snopes have to put down the the real answer that is wild minkus (laughs) yeah minkus Minkus. Mm. (laughs) katie that was a sexual mm. that was me i didn't say mm. oh that was me because i was gonna say something and then i took the largest gulp of my margarita Mm. and i didn't want anybody to change the topic before I <laughs> before I shared that I too looked into um, a guest star on the show. Mm. Ooh, that star was the pizza delivery guy. Oh, one yeah, one Mister Sean Whalen. Who's that? Well, She'll I thought us. I thought I'd recognize him from from something like big and major. Oh, Turns out he was in a guy. yeah he was in a bunch of things. So IMDb credits him as an actor in 130 titles oh my god um so i'm gonna i'm gonna start current and i'm gonna go back so we're starting in uh wait with all 130 no (laughs) okay no just things we may have seen i'm gonna read like memorable ones yes i'm gonna now do a dramatic reading of 130 (laughs) titles i just had this moment like oh no (laughs) he was in school of rock yep Ah. Yep. Uh uh-huh uh-huh. Um, he was in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yep. Which, like a recurring role? Which I've not seen. No. Um, no. no, he was in one episode as Lion McPoyle. He's in a bunch of yes! random episodes of yes! Superstore. Sam McDoyle. knows it. He was in um, one episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Three episodes of Days of Our Lives. Classic. <laughs> I don't... <laughs> 
I don't know what this is, but we might want to watch it. He was in the 2013 title Wet and Reckless. Oh, we definitely <laughs> want to watch that. Uh-huh. That's called Katie's uh-huh. Bathroom Time. <laughs> he was in Lost. Katie's Boo Hole. Mm-hmm. He was in, the, and this is how I recognized him 100%. He was Tucker White in a 2012 episode of Criminal Minds. I knew he was no, going to be no on. They all are. Criminal Minds or SVU or something. He was in Lost. He was in Halloween 2. He was in... Never Been um, Kissed. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was getting there. He's in Never Been Kissed. He's in another movie from around that time. He was in one episode of Hannah Montana. Oh, <laughs> my God. The Young and the Restless. Yeah, he was in a bunch of things. Charlie's Angels. Wow. Just Shoot Me. Yeah, Never Been Kissed. Oh, Just Shoot Me. What a great show. Men in Black. He was in an episode of The Cosby Show. Mm. Yikes. The Cable yeah. Guy, Twister. He did a lot of movies back in the night. Holy shit. Jury Duty. So Friends was like pretty early on in his career. Hmm. And then he got his big break. Do you think he's made a lot of money from doing these one-off small roles? For sure. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Katie thought? I don't give a fuck. So I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I'm I mean, agree. you get paid a lot of money for doing, especially like he was on Lost like five-ish episodes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. Wow. So there's that. That's Mr. Sean Whalen. I'm glad you pointed him mm. out because I would never have recognized him from the pizza boy delivery mm. guy to the picture on IMDb. Yeah. I saw his face and I thought, he's been in Criminal Minds. I've seen that face. I've seen that yeah, face murdering somebody before. <laughs> but that was it for uh, for guest stars, I think. Unless anybody had anything else. No. Nope. I started to look up the nurse. nurse. Um, oh, yeah. She was very familiar. Yes. Yeah. Her name. Oh, I have it here. I'll just talk about it. Mary Pat Gleason. Of course, her name's Mary Pat. Yeah. That's <laughs> fitting. She looks um, like a Mary Pat. Yeah. <laughs> She was on the black, like uh, I think one episode of the Blacklist. Oh, she oh she was on Will and Grace. Yeah, a couple episodes. Yeah, I think that's probably how I know her. Yeah, that must be I how I know, know her, her too. I mean, she oh she was she was a drug lord on Shameless. <laughs> really? Yeah. What season? The episode is Abortion Rules from 2016. That's pretty funny. I don't know. Maybe it's the one where what's her face wants to get Debbie an abortion. Yeah. She was on yeah. Grey's Anatomy. As who? Marge Walker from the Thriller episode in 2013. Okay, he's like, I know that episode well. Specifically. <laughs> yeah, yeah she, so she's kind of like the um, the pizza guy. She's been in a ton of stuff um, as either one-offs or like a five, four or five episode recurring She was in an episode thing. of Two Broke Girls, Kate. Yeah. Ooh, I love that show. Suddenly Susan. It's a great show. Oh, I'm looking at her in that episode of Grey's Anatomy and I know exactly what episode that is. Of course. Oh yeah. my god. Of course. Uh, uh, of course. A horse is a horse. Of course, of course. Just okay. completely different, but anyways. She was <laughs> in the Cinderella story as Eleanor. Oh, yes! That's a that's where I know her. Are you serious, Katie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God, she's credited. She's credited in Bruce Almighty, which came that's out in two thousand and three as heavyish woman. Yeah, yeah, she definitely would be that. <laughs> Doesn't even have a name. Heavyish woman. She's either like angry, motherly, heavyish nurse, nurse, 
Cinderella story. Classic. Um, I thought about Ooh. I thought about wearing. So you know how Phoebe's wearing that like one piece pajama yes. thing. Yeah. I thought about wearing my Christmas version of that. So I have that yeah. same one piece outfit, red and Every green stripe. Christmas. I should have worn mine too. Yeah, I, I thought about that. wearing that tonight, and I thought <laughs> it's too hot. That would have been so hot. I made a note that I actually loved that onesie. And I felt like the care and the fashion drastically improved in this episode. It was like from the 1800s to a little bit more modern. Yeah, definitely. Between episodes. And I don't know if it's that it's starting to get like in the episode that it's starting to get colder. But there was not a single Mm -hmm. vest in this episode. None. Wild. Not a one. Wild. We went from what four or five last last episode. Five, to... I think. I did <laughs> find the nurse's outfit very hilarious and very strange. Like they got I had a for costume. Sure, you were gonna yeah. be very erotic. No, the opposite of erotic. It's like a little baggy, a little frumpy. Yep, the classic nurse costume. And realistically, now that person would just be wearing scrubs. Yes. Yeah, what's point. the deal with that? When was the switch from that like 1940s, 1950s nurse's <laughs> dress to just like scrubs? Apparently, it was not definitely. Until yeah, it was after 1995. 19- no, 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 no. <laughs> it was before that, but I think for TV, it yeah, was made yeah. Something. It's so you know that they're a nurse. Well, that's like when Mona dresses up as a nurse for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know that, guys. You don't, but you will, Sam. I felt like Joey got a haircut. His hair seems yep. shorter yep. in this episode. It's not that stupid bowl cut. Maybe that's another reason why I felt like he was more himself. Yeah. More Joey. Yeah. His hair is definitely better. He stopped wearing leather. He, he wore. Did. At least in this episode, yes. Yeah, at least in this episode. But he comes yeah. back. Dun, yeah, dun, I just. Dun. I felt happy. I felt like things were better. I felt things happy. had improved. I felt happy. I'm so happy you felt happy. <laughs> <laughs> I did, however, I hated Rachel's friends' outfits, and I think that was on purpose. Yeah. But yeah. they just looked like assholes and pretentious, and I, I also exactly thought- exactly what they are, so. Yeah. I also thought that, yeah, that Phoebe looked kind of frumpy at the coffee shop. I think it must have been during that scene. Her clothes are just, they're too big for her. Yeah. Very flowy Rachel and not- does not like clothes that are too big on people. <laughs> no, she uh-uh. doesn't. Nope. Mm-hmm. Oh, Angie just got a fresh Great job, margarita. Steve. Great job. Wait, can Steve. I get a fresh beer? Steve! <laughs> He's your houseboy. If this was the Golden Girls podcast, he would be the houseboy in the first episode. Coco! Reese would be Sophia. Katie would be Blanche. I don't think that's true. Yeah, Reese would be Blanche. He really brought me a beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was also uncertain why wow. Why Monica was wearing a lady pantsuit at the was. coffee house. Like she looked Yeah. Like she was dressed up. It Maybe didn't she just seem came from work. But she's a chef. Why she's a chef? <laughs> Maybe she had a temp job. <laughs> Maybe she had an interview at a restaurant. A meeting. You know what's funny about Katie? What? Say Katie's it. laugh when she thinks she's funny <laughs> is different from when she thinks other people are funny. 
Yes. That's not true. It's like deeper and heartier when she thinks she's funny. <laughs> and she very often literally she throws her, her head back. Yeah. <laughs> she throws her head back and it's a descending tone of laugh. Uh, <laughs> but then when it's yep. going up, that's like, uh. <laughs> And this is exhibit 126 for why we know each other too well. Yeah. Ah, Katie. Katie has a descending laugh. <laughs> it starts at a high octave and it goes down half a scale. You know, sometimes it's just silent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes it is silent. Like and just deadly. like your parts. <laughs> I think Sam just said, unlike your butt. The opposite of what I said. I no. lived with her. And Katie's her hard quiet. bed trays. They're dangerous, but they're quiet. Guys, I have a plot hole. Okay, so there's one little thing that I'd like to point out, because I'm going to keep track of it until it's no longer there. That kitchen beam. beam post. I forgot to look. Okay. Go so back and look, because it's like really Rachel. there. If you are going to watch the episode again, mm-hmm. in, like, the last, like, minute, when that guy comes back to bring the couch pillow. Yeah. What the fuck is that me? guy? Yeah. He's just, like, a guy who returns the couch pillow. In that scene, you can see it in, like, the top corner of the screen. It's, like, right about there. Yeah. Okay. I'll look. You'll see it. It's still there. That's not That's not it. I have more. But did you want to say something about that, Rachie? Because I can see it. Not about that, but did I miss something with the couch pillow? <laughs> so it fell off the balcony when Rachel was talking about the Valentine that was put into Monica's locker was actually okay. her. And it fell off. She stopped, looked at it, and then just kept talking because okay. she didn't care. I, yeah, when that, that happened, happened, I thought, what the fuck was that? I thought it was a blanket. Also, who the fuck is that guy? And how does he know that that's their pillow? How does he know that they live there? How does he? How does he know anything? Yeah, Katie's real upset about that. Oh, I'm still upset about it. It's obviously not the person right below them because that's Mr. Heckles. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so do you remember at the beginning when Chandler and Joey come in, they've got these hockey tickets. It's for the Rangers and Penguins game. Mm -hmm. That's when we find out that it's October 20th. Yep. Yeah. And that was the day that, like, Ross and Carol first consummated their love. Physically, as in sex. So... (laughs) We are to assume, right, that this episode, since it came out on October 13th, 1994, that they're talking about October 20th, 1994. Mm-hmm. Which, plot hole number one, why would you be going to a hockey game in the f- in the future? Like, I feel like it's weird to be, like, sitting down watching a TV show on October 13th, and they're talking about October 20th of that same year. That's yeah, weird. Yeah, we should have planned that. That's weird. So then I thought, Valid. okay... Maybe they're talking like this is in the past and it's October 20th, 1993. So I did a little digging. That's not, that's not possible either. So I oh, found. Got him. <laughs> got him right where she wants him. Sure do. I found the schedule for the Rangers season for the 90, 94, <laughs> 93, 93, 94 season Commitment. and the 94-95 season. And so the only possible option is that since we know that they wouldn't air an episode, like a, an episode a week prior to, or I guess like a week in the future from when it actually comes out, 
we assume, we are to assume that it's from the 1993 season. However, Sam's eyes are so wide. I'm, I'm trying to stay with you so hard. So in the 1993-1994 New York Rangers National Hockey League season, they didn't play a game at all on October 20th, 1993. Sam is shocked. They played on the 19th and they played on the 21st, They not on the 20th. However, they did play the Penguins on October 9th. 1993 but even if they had gotten the dates wrong it was an away game and the game took place in philadelphia not in new york city and there is no mention of them traveling to philadelphia for this game am i high (laughs) (laughs) that was some serious serious research i'm just saying very small part of the time doesn't work out but i can tell you i'm crying that (laughs) the penguins (laughs) the penguins won that game on october 9th 1993 Mm, what was the score stop it right i don't i tried to find the score i couldn't i couldn't find it jesus christ any other plot holes? The only other thing that Katie already talked about was that if Ross had really been struck in the face with a hockey puck at that velocity, yeah, definitely. he would have had some kind of bruising or some kind of damage to his face. Like at least a yep. remnant like of a bloody nose. Like I know he came yep. back out and he had that like metal thing on his face. <laughs> but like prior yeah. to that, he looks just like a normal Ross. Fine. And like Patty, which I guess Patty now broke her nose. About it, what? Now that I'm she thinking did? about it, when I went to that Red Sox Yankees game with Tom, Jeff, and Heidi, Heidi got nailed in the face by a foul ball, like fucking hard, to the point where Jeff put his glove up and then thought, no, that's going too fast. And then like, she didn't have any like bruises that I could like visibly see right after when I saw her. What? Hmm nailed <laughs> he must have felt like such a dick afterwards um did anybody have a favorite quote that they haven't yet shared me yeah i already kind of yeah. shared it mine's the uh joey omnipotent um, he says you are i'm sorry mm-hmm. that was so funny, funny. omnipotent omnipotent my favorite quote was when i get the pizza which so this also confused me when I tried to play the episode because it I think I accidentally played it must be like a behind the scenes thing or extras or something. And so when I thought I was playing the episode, it started with this quote and I was like, I don't remember this episode going like this. But it's when they get the pizza and Rachel's like, Wait, who's George Snuffleupagus? And Phoebe <laughs> kinda laughs and goes, Oh, well that's Big Bird's friend. Yeah. yeah i liked that (laughs) and i couldn't tell i think she was it was hard to tell because it's phoebe Mm -hmm. and i couldn't tell if she thought like oh that really is big bird's friend or if she was making fun of rachel i mean she was making fun of rachel because she also knew who she he was yeah i like when rachel says so unlike oh that little guy i love him and then i looked up his height he's only five five he's a little guy he is little he's shorter than i am yeah Ain't no shame in being a short guy. Are you a short guy? What's going on for you? (laughs) Nothing's going on for me. Oh. Oh. 
I liked, like I said, Phoebe a lot this episode. So, like, my favorite part, the look I have elbows. She also said, hey, that's not for you, bitch. And I thought, I like her. Wait, when did she say that? When, uh, something about George Cephalopoulos. Yeah, they're eating their pizza. Right. So, the, I, look, I have elbows. That was my all-time favorite quote from this episode. There's something so real and genuine about that. Like, yeah, they're, like, making fun of them. But also, like, there's something very, what's the opposite of genuine? Ingenuine. Ungenuine. Ingenuine. Not in or genuine. Disingenuine? Disingenuous. <laughs> there's something very <laughs> fake about, um, <laughs> about Rachel's, like, friends from home mm-hmm. coming in. And they're all like, oh, my God, this is happening. It's so good to see you. Blah, blah, blah. I love you so much. Blah, blah, blah. But then also, like, they're being so mean to her. And then Monica and Phoebe are the ones who, like, at the end of the episode, she's like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine. Are just sitting there, like, talking shit mm-hmm. and making fun of them. And I feel like that's what we would do. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah, we're bitches. Big bitches. Thick bitches. I said big, but thick <laughs> also thick. Either way. Thick bitches. <laughs> I mean, samesies. <laughs> Slow songs like the skinny hoes. Can't move, move all this hit on one of those. I'm a thick bitch. I need tamper. Oh. All right, I have a fun fact. Actually, I have two Bring fun facts. Do it. My first fun fact is about George Stephanopoulos. Mm. He was born in Fall River, Mass. Hey. Oh. Really? To obviously Greek parents. To yeah. obviously <laughs> Greek parents. <laughs> I have a friend Weird, from right? Fall River. I should ask her if she knows him. I'm sure yeah, she does. Probably, I mean, Best do. friends. Stephanophilus. So my other one is also about Gunther. Mm. Like from the first first or second episode. Gunther's bleached hair was actually an accident. Uh, he had a hairdresser friend who wanted to practice bleaching. So he let them do it on his hair. Or what little hair he had left is what he said. Um, <laughs> they did it like the day before he was supposed to show up to record, I think, the second episode. Because that's when he actually appears. They didn't really care because he was originally just like a background actor, basically. He wasn't supposed to really be in the show. But then he became a recurring role and like more in episodes so he continued to bleach his hair he said that he bleached his own hair every week for 10 years and would do it the night before he would shoot an episode so if he did it if they honestly how long do you think they recorded for like a couple of weeks 20 weeks like out of the year you mean yeah yeah so maybe like 20 to 20 five weeks a year he was bleaching his hair every week so that's like 250 times in his life yeah did we talk about this last insane. time yeah I've heard that's that. what i asked and we talked about chemicals on your head or something i didn't know it was Maybe. an accident though that's crazy. yeah like they didn't mean to bleach huh. it so bad i mean it's like but, such a defining feature of him yep and he would not be as weird and awkward as he is without that because that is a choice <laughs> And you're bleaching it. And you have made the wrong choice. Yeah, it's funny. Wow, Gunther. Gunther. I don't think I said this last week, but I don't know if this makes sense to talk about. But the episode that we watched last week, the scene um, where they're talking about Phoebe going on the date with a guy 
and they're like, oh, how'd it go? And she said, oh, it was great. He said, like, I'll yeah. call you or whatever. That's the snippet that you see on Netflix or like when it was on Netflix, when you'd scroll over it. That's the scene that uh-huh. was there. Them thinking everyone's going to want to watch it based on that scene. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Obviously watching it on Netflix all that time, that would pop up a lot when I would scroll over it. And I always thought, where the fuck is that scene? There it is. Episode three, season one. <laughs> the one with the thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's marry, fuck, and kill someone. Yes. Okay. All the same person. I want to get married. I want to fuck him. And then I want to kill him. Okay, Katie. Good what? You can't do that. What? <laughs> my life is boring now. I need to add some excitement. This is it. Continue. Someone go. All right. I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm just making this up right now. I didn't think about it until right now. I'm definitely going to marry Phoebe based on this episode specifically. Oh, I really loved her. Yep. Going to kill Ross every time I'm going to kill Ross. <laughs> There's never going to be a day I'm not going to kill Ross. I'm going to fuck Rachel. And the reasoning, and this is so fucked up, is she's sad. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. And I think think it'd be like pretty good fuck, you know, to make her feel better. You're gonna pity fuck her. You're taking advantage of a vulnerable person. Absolutely. It's not okay (laughs) what I've said. (laughs) Mary Fuck Kill. Mary Fuck Kill. I would marry Monica because I really want that drink and she could make it for me air day. (laughs) Air air day. Air day. You can make Um, it for yourself. No. Uh, I would fuck Phoebe. Actually, I wrote Phoebes, and I wrote because floopy is a funny word. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time you hear floopy. 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 And I would kill Ross because he's so fucking annoying. Kill him every time. Because he's just talking about how him and Rachel, I mean, him and Rachel, him and Carol fucked for the first time on October 20th, and no one cares. All that oh, yeah. bit reminds me of him because you guys ate nectarines. No, that's stupid. Yeah, Another weird brother-sister connection was like, Monica was like, I hope you wouldn't remember October 20th, because I know you yeah, that she first knew. Luck. Right? It's like a little weird. Yeah. I told I everyone. I can't remember if we decided this was cut out or not, but when they're sitting out on the balcony and they're talking about reasons that they think the guys are attractive or could That's be attractive. Brother. Yeah, she's very much like, or I think Rachel says, oh, but like, maybe he would be good in bed or something like that. And Rachel or Monica says, "I would rather not think about it." Oh, that's I thought, good. I didn't see finally that part. setting some brother sister boundaries. Yeah, fine. <laughs> Just a little yeah. first time. <laughs> Fucking weird. Ugh. Yeah, it's fucked up. Angie, who are you gonna marry? Who are you gonna fuck? Who are you gonna kill? I would marry Phoebe because she can sleep in public places, and I feel like her and I would be that married couple that falls asleep in public. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd be known in the community and then you get robbed that old- no we wouldn't because we'd be well known and well liked in our community and people would just let us sleep your community <laughs> like yeah like where we live like, well known in your current community ask my neighbors <laughs> so are you gonna go into your neighbor's yard and fall asleep oh, and that's in their community <laughs> so i just mean that like if Phoebe and I, oh, as a married couple, were to, like, take a walk down to Fresh Acres and fall and asleep, fall asleep 
then people would be like, it's just Phoebe's in orange. For anyone that may be listening, Fresh Acres is a grocery store. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like a funeral home. It sounds like a nursing Still. home. It's not like there's. It's not like a bed store that maybe you lay down on it to test it and you fall asleep. (laughs) It's a fucking crossing. Okay, I stand by what I said. (laughs) Okay, you can fall asleep anywhere, and I respect that about her. Because if you're tired, you close your eyes and you take a rest, regardless of where you are, Phoebes. Where do you sleep at Fresh Acres? I don't know. On the floor in the fresh butter section. On the corn area. Hold over there. I think Angie has a whole secret life that we don't know about. She's just going around places, falling asleep, getting her jollies off. Her team are well known in the community. (laughs) And they get to just sleep places. Okay, so obviously for those reasons, I'd marry Phoebe. For those reasons, I For those reasons, I had to chop you. (laughs) (laughs) This time around, I would fuck Joey because I feel like this was the first time that Joey, like, became the Joey that I love. (laughs) He's handsome, and he's funny, and he cares about his friends, but he's a little dumb, and I like that about him. Yeah, it's so sweet. I like that about him. (laughs) And I'd kill Rachel's fucking friends. I know it's supposed to be one person, but the three of them together. You are so I feel strongly about the three of them. And that's that's fucked up. It's fucked up. Not true friends. They're not true friends. True grit. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's how I feel about that. Rachel? Am I the only one left? Yeah. Oh, man. All right. Well, this week I'm going to do it in order. I'm going to marry Chandler because... He has no part in this episode. He doesn't have much of a part, but I do feel like we look the same because he (laughs) is wearing a backwards trucker hat. So you want to fuck yourself? And he's wearing a t-shirt with a, You want to fuck yourself? A very button shirt over it. Arrogant. Which is... What I look like. But that's not what I want. Okay, narcissist. I want to marry what him. I, look like. I want to marry him because one joke made me laugh so hard at the end when they're playing Twister and he's behind Phoebe and he's like, "Hey Ross, you want to switch places with me? Phoebe could be your Isn't second." That Joey. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I <laughs> can't believe that that was Joey and not Chandler. That's- Definitely yeah. Joey. Well, Chandler is like standing now up what? to the side and then he answers the door and grabs a pillow. Where you see the beam. Right. Chandler oh. also answers the phone when the credit card company calls for Rachel. All right. Well, I guess that'll be why I marry him because it was funny when Rachel said, oh, just take my place. And he said, oh, this is Rachel. That also made me laugh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rachel. Not, not as hard as the joke that apparently Joey told. I can't say that I'll marry Joey because I said I'm going to fuck Joey because... <laughs> He, when, yeah, you are. when they're in the so coffee aggressive. house, when they're in the coffee house and they're, they're leaving, um, I think to go get ready to go to the hockey game and Rachel's friends all come in, Joey's sweater yeah. looks so soft. And I wrote, and I quote, oh my God. I would make it, I would make him keep it on. And oh that would be God. where I got all of my pleasure from. From its softness. For your sensory issues? It just looks so nice. Yeah. It just looks nice. I don't know. Maybe I would make, I would have to wear it while we had sex. Wow. <laughs> you could be into that. Just go yeah. ahead and get yourself a nice that, sweater. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I said. Maybe you need to do a little online shopping. Quarantine. <laughs> Treat yourself. I said that I would kill the one specific friend who said, 
Oh, your mom said you're working in a coffee house. And it's true. It's true. It is a very, in my eyes, that is a very memorable and kind of iconic quote. Like the way that she says it is very memorable. But oh, it's annoying. And it's fucking rude. I would kill her. Oh, is it annoying? Oh. In a fucking happy bitch. Mm-hmm. In a New York minute. Ooh, everything has changed. No, just me. Okay, boom. Boom, bitch. That's all for today, folks. Thank you for being a friend. The best thing about this outro is that Sam just winked as if... <laughs> People could hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Drinking with Friends podcast. Artwork was created by Devin Boulay and music by Eric Koloski. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Drinking with Friends podcast, on Twitter at Drinking with Pod, and email us at Drinking with Friends pod at gmail.com. Episodes are available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening and see you next Tuesday.